from the TCL Broadcast Studios. It's Joe Souchere and Patrick Royce with Sports Talk. I had no idea that uh, Patrick Reed had such a checkered history. Did you? aware that he had collegiate problems. I didn't know that he doesn't talk to his parents and that yeah. uh, he had a few incidents. Uh, apparently mom used to caddy for him and that didn't work out too well. Huh. And when she was an amateur and uh, Gary Van Sickle was on with Corzo yesterday and told a rather frightful story about a Patrick Reed encounter with his mother while she was caddying for him. In which the word that should never be spoken was uh, uttered, apparently. Really? Yes. To his own mother? To mom. (laughs) Now that's, you know, that's secondhand. Sure. Van Sickle's kid was playing in a group with him as an amateur. I think he's a hell of a player. (laughs) Well, he can roll it. Mm -hmm. He can roll it. McElroy can't, by the way. No, that's, uh, hey, Corzo, God love him. He can be a goofball, but uh, he's been saying two, three years, Rory McIlroy will never win the Masters because he can't putt. He sure putted yesterday poorly. Yep, and it gets started for him. Well, he was fine, mm. and then he missed the eagle putt on two, mm-hmm. and he started thinking. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he would have been tied for the lead. Mm-hmm. After two holes, he right. would have gotten three strokes back. He misses that putt. Reed stays and and then reed then he bogeys and reed makes part and he's back to three behind Mm -hmm. and 15 minutes later after missing that putt he would have been tied for the lead because he you know he made the great par on uh on one and he uh he uh you know had the eagle little tiny eagle putt on two Reed well, when reed made that putt on 12 that was that was the ball game though when he was back in the back and uh rolled that thing in was is there? Uh, I never had a problem with Reed's behavior at Hazeltine. I thought it was fun. Well, I was, and it was the Ryder Cup. I don't think anybody. I think some of the the old stuff shirted Brits didn't like it, but mm-hmm. Rory didn't seem to mind. No, they were having fun. I mean, Rory made a because the match it was over. Mm-hmm. The U.S. was going to win, even if if Rory had beat beat him. But they were both rolling in putts. And when he did the Dikembe Mutombo thing, that was funny. Like, mm-hmm. no, yeah, no, mm-hmm. no, no, don't bring that in here. That was funny. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know why. Uh, why that, that, to me, I thought would have wiped out his past and golf fans would have adopted him. I think he could come up here and play in Minnesota and we'd give him a big roaring welcome. We loved him. But, uh, you know, Georgia, probably 30% of the fans down there are from Georgia. Mm-hmm. Maybe not that many, maybe, but 30 percent, and he got thrown out of Georgia, and they love the Bulldogs down mm-hmm. there. And even <laughs> though he played at Augusta State right. in the, uh, 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 I guess he didn't get much pub, and they didn't really adopt well, him. I think the people who are uh, disappointed that he's the champion should get over it. <laughs> yeah, well, he's I, your I, master's I don't even winner. know that. I, I, I'm not sure. There's. They just weren't willing to celebrate it, is, yeah. is what I saw. But as someone who was there 18 times, I was shocked when he made that three, four footer and one. Mm-hmm. And it was, yeah. You know, because Ricky had just made a putt there previously and the whole place they went, went crazy. insane. Right. 
and this this guy makes the makes the putt and wins wins the uh, Masters. Hell, they went crazy for Marco Mira. Yep. They, I mean, what the hell? I I don't know. I I think they were they were dis they wanted Spieth, they wanted Ricky, they really wanted Tiger and Phil, and it it was kind of an anticlimactic Sunday for the fan base until Spieth started rolling them in. I tell you what. That four footer Spieth missed on uh, eighteen. Mm-hmm. I would have given you about twenty to one. He was going to make that, mm-hmm. but I I couldn't believe he missed that one. Too but. bad those grounds are not very well manicured. <laughs> God <laughs> Almighty! Yeah, they got a little rain, but not enough to turn it into mud uh, behind the ropes. Right. I don't think. All I kept I thinking tell. about Pat was a story you told on either Thursday or Friday when Rory was hiding in the in the flowers, you know, looking for the ball, yeah. and how you kept saying how the grounds crew will just. They'll they'll put them up even if they're not blooming or yeah, in full Joe, bloom. Yeah, I think maybe the year. How many times were you there? Just just once. Once. Yeah. I, yeah. If if it's either a late spring mm-hmm. or an early spring, they'll and the flowers are not at their best. They'll go put pots up there oh, in the, really? in the on the hills and stuff to, oh, to make, make it, it look like to shrubbery. make it look like it's to make it look like it's prime time. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. And they can afford it. They I got. I'll bet you it's cheaper to be a member at Augusta than it is at Midland Hills. Well, sure, because when, really, they, invite you, when they invite you, it's they invite you. Right. First of all, if you're standing next to anyone at the course uh, who has any influence, the legend is if you say to them, "Boy, I'd sure like to be a member here." You're out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like Kenny or you. You're, you're blocking them immediately. Yes, yes. You're out. But you, know, you basically just have to wait for the letter. Right. But basically, you. what it's become is a group of guys dedicated to holding that tournament. Yes, it that, is. That's it. it. Is. They it don't. Is. They're not open in the summer. They <laughs> no. rarely play it themselves. This it, it's become a museum that these guys get. What what do they make? What 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 the hell does CBS pay Augusta National? Enough to keep the grounds like they look, yeah. and uh, they don't have. I'm any... sure they got some charities they donate to yeah. because but they're not billing Mr. Be a, Smith any it, money. It's a nonprofit, so yeah. they they gotta spend a lot of their money. Yeah. You know, they can't keep it all; otherwise, they'd have to pay taxes. Perhaps I don't know. But I mean, I looked at a lot of those old geezers in their green jackets yeah. yesterday. They're they're not trudging around that course. They're there as a group of guys. Who, they have a club. That's dedicated to holding the Masters. Yes, but then again, you got, uh, you know, you got Wheelock as a member. He used to, you know, take people down. TK played with Wheelock, I believe. TK got down there. and uh, John Harris was a member. Yeah, John Harris still is, maybe. Oh, John's a member. Yeah. Yeah, How did that happen? He was their kind of U.S. amateur champion, kind of a... A guy who was not a 25-year-old collegian. He right. was a businessman. Right. He was in his 40s. He was a distinguished-looking fellow. He was what amateur golf is the right. way Bobby Jones That's envisioned right. it. So let's invite John Harris. And I don't think anybody's ever gotten the envelope and said, boy, I can't afford this. No. Now, I do understand. I, I, I would be. I'm, no, my, I'm betting you it's cheaper than to be a member but of I, Midland Hills. I understand when you have... Bring down three guests for a weekend, mm-hmm. and you stay in one of the cabins. Yeah, you get a pretty good size. Bill, I would imagine. Bill yeah. from that. <laughs> you got to pay you for eat, it. You got to pay for it. Eat at the course. Yeah. You eat at the course. And, yeah. you know, you eat, you eat in the men's grill and or in the dining room. I did learn from a a, a website 
uh, that kind of covers the Masters that if you are what to do and what not to do. And one of the things on the list of what not to do, if you see a guy with a green jacket on mm-hmm. and you may be a little tipsy, kind of look at him and say, what year did you win? That, <laughs> there you're not going to get a letter. You're, no. you're not going to get a letter no, at that no. point. Once no. they oh, I loved are. it, though. My, my favorite, he's no longer with us, was P. Dan Yates. P. Dan was their media guy. He mm-hmm. was the head of their media committee. Mm-hmm. P. Dan had less idea of media committee as anything, <laughs> but his brother Charlie mm-hmm. was a friend of the of Bobby Jones oh. and was a great Georgia player. So P. Dan got in. And P. Dan would do some of the uh, some of the interviews. You know, would be the now they have a professional doing those, but back then Pretty just a club thing. member do. And P. Dan would say, "What do you want? You want a whole card of birdies and bogeys?" We'd all say, "Birdies and bogeys," and he'd say, "Seba, could you go through the card for us?" <laughs> 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 so just do the opposite. Uh, P. Dan was a beauty. He, he always thought he was going to fall asleep. Was the founding based on sports writers gathered there? So then Bobby decided, as long as I have the attention, they were sports writers going back north spring after spring training. training. They all stop and have a few cocktails. They stop at that they place. Were all buddies with drinking buddies with Bobby. Yeah, yeah, and that's how it began. Yeah, yeah. but but no, the Masters started first. Right. I don't think they stopped there until they had a tournament oh i don't think they stopped there to play because hell of course wasn't open that long before they started the masters yeah it was only a couple of years i think were you at the ballpark yesterday no i uh i was there saturday mm-hmm. how about tonight let's play ball it's gonna be a cold you one. can't beat an april night game when the low is gonna be 18 i got a text from somebody who was at the milwaukee brewers cubs game the other day mm-hmm. in milwaukee Bud Seelig's dream, a full house in April when it's 30 degrees. That's right. Yeah. yeah there's. Uh, well, I don't blame the weather for this. I blame the stupidity of scheduling night games in the first half of April. There's four night games scheduled this week. Idiotic. Well, do you know that thing, Reavers verified it. This ties the longest homestand of the year. They're home 11, yeah. 11 days. 11 days in the in the middle of it. In, 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 well, Starting I mean, it in, not could have just as easily been 70. Yes, but what are the odds of that? Uh, we're going to have this more often than we're going to have that. Okay, so the Wild did win their final game at San yeah, Jose. Yeah, how about that? San Jose, too, it was playing for something. If San Jose wins, they're the home team for seven games against Anaheim. Ooh. They lost. They gave away home ice advantage wow. by getting routed by our boys. And we got a new defenseman. I don't know who his name Pagliarulo or some damn thing. Left-handed hitting third baseman. Yeah, right. Yeah. Buda Bugalierulo or something. He had two assists his first game ever. They just signed him out of college. You got the matchup you wanted, Wild and Winnipeg. Oh, come on. Let's go. That'll be fun. They travel man. well. <laughs> and if you own tickets, I think you do a little stub hub action you can get rid of. I so don't they're know back here Sunday, right? Yep. Yes. Is that an is that an afternoon tilt? No, I think it's a sixer. Oh, yeah. look. Yeah, oh, but look. they got great starting oh, times. They got great starting times. They're 6 or 6.30 for every game. 
so far. We recommend, though, that you go through Ticket King. Ticket King is who we That's recommend. Right. Ticket King will get you, too. That's right. right. Winnipeg, My guys Sunday, 6 p.m. And the first two are 6.30, right? Uh, 6 o'clock Wednesday at Winnipeg, 6.30 Friday at Winnipeg, 6 o'clock Sunday here. West 7th Street will be, uh, be festive rocking. on Sunday. We have Brian Munz on at 4.15. He's part of the Jets radio team, also a native of Humboldt, uh, Saskatchewan. What a story. So we'll, uh, we will uh, talk to him at 4.15 or so. And he's give us a good breakdown on the Jets and then the the somber, somber heartbreak in his 15 hometown. 15 dead. Yeah. Did you see the story today? They identified a wrong kid. The, they misidentified. Yeah. Who Mike. who turned out to be alive? Yeah, but then the that other meant some other kid was dead. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So some other family would have thought there. Uh, if uh, but the uh, semi apparently blew the stop sign. Uh, somebody sent me a on Twitter. Sent out a photo of that intersection mm-hmm. where you can middle of nowhere. Middle of nowhere, but the one the road they were on is more of a. A main two, but it's only two lanes. But it's a main two lane aff- affair. But the uh, the other one's more of a country road. But stop sign was clear, and they got the road marked like crazy. And I I don't know if there was snow oh. or anything, but uh, but the guy I don't know who knows what he was doing. But he 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 they said look they up the a, population they, Reeves of Humboldt. Six thousand. I thought I read it was six thousand. Six thousand. Yeah, I, I, that uh, that team would have been that town's cultural center. Yeah, I talked to Kurt Giles. He played there. Did he? Yeah. He. Uh, I I called him uh, Saturday morning and did a little piece on him. Yeah, he played there. He got sent there when he was fourteen. Mm. Wow. And now they don't let them do that anymore. They got to be sixteen to play in those. Wasn't leagues. Bobby Orr fourteen when he got sent yeah, away? Yeah, it wasn't unusual. And Kurt Kurt lived in the Pass mm. in Man- Manitoba and. Look at the map to see where the pass is. Possible. P-A-S. I don't know if it's the pass or the pass or the, but it's the pass. But it's Manitoba, uh, northwest corner of Manitoba, six hundred and sixty miles from the North Dakota border. Wow. Yeah, that's where he came from. Wow. And they they put him that's on damn a, near the tree line, isn't yeah, it? They put him on the bus and sent him to. Uh, Sent him to Humboldt, and he played there for two years as a 14 and 15. The second year, his dad came down and coached the team. Are there any NHLers from Humboldt that we, that we know of? That are natives? I think there are a few, but mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure. But th- this team, is the Humboldt Broncos, has had a, a 7, 8, 10, you know. Mm-hmm. Giles, Giles wow. played his first game for uh, UMD. He was 16. Wow. Because he got recruited out of there. He turned 17 that uh, fall. But, wow. Uh, uh, I think it was, yeah, it was two years later. The pass so. is right in the middle of Lake Country, baby. Mm-hmm. It's uh, right smack in the middle of uh, Manitoba. About halfway what is that? Up. Is that the, uh, the line of Saskatchewan? What's that, what's that big body of water there next to it? That's not the Hudson Bay. That's Hudson. Yeah, that's uh, Hudson wow. Bay. It's halfway up the Hudson well, Humboldt, Bay. Basically. Humboldt is Saskatchewan, right? Yes, and it's more, it's further south. It's uh, well, quite a way south. It's, it's, it's near Saskatoon, mm-hmm. but it's a mile, 60 miles from Saskatoon. I think it's kind of south. Is it a farming town? Yep, farming. Yeah. And they were heading to Nipawin, which is like 200 miles straight, straight north playoff game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, what a what a terrible what a terrible. And, and gosh, the pictures of uh, what was the semi that they ran Some into? Kind of a what was scattered? The contents of the whatever he was hauling. Yes, no, that's I, what I mean. I it it looks more. I think it looked it was, horrific. I think it was, but I think it was like padding for packaging or something okay. that they were. Uh, but initially, when it, when I saw that in the newspaper, I could not believe it looked like uh, uh, an airstrike mm-hmm. uh, site. How fast was the semi guy going? Uh, well, I don't know, but if he gets you right in the, the middle, middle yeah. yeah. Is that the worst uh, team tragedy of that kind since the airplane went down carrying, help me, which? Marshall? Marshall. Well, we've had a few, you know. The Marshall, Marshall was, numbers-wise, was pretty dang high. We've been doing some, uh, this days in history, though, we had the... Uh, the boxing team going to Poland uh, years ago, mm-hmm. the U.S. boxing team, the U.S. figure skating team got wiped out the one year in a crash. Uh, uh, the, uh, was it Evansville basketball team that got uh, wiped out in a crash? There's been a few. But this is, you think all the time, all those bus rides those kids take around. And this was daytime, mm-hmm. you know. They play the game. They get back on that bus and drive home in snowstorms I'm sure, in Canada, mm-hmm. you know. It's amazing, you know. I'm told the truck was carrying peat moss. Peat moss. Okay. So it must have been in some type of containers where you contain peat moss. Mm-hmm. Boxes of peat moss. What do you moss? do with some peat moss? I don't know what you do with it. I've heard of it. I just don't know what you do I with it. I think you grow hummus. Really? I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. No, it's well, you know humus. What? Humus. Yeah. That would be a waste of everybody's effort to grow that crap. You well, don't I'm like hummus? You. I'm oh, with you. God, I would ra- I'd rather eat oh. a diaper. <laughs> oh. <laughs> It looks like you're eating a diaper. Sports Talk will return in just a moment. But now, thanks to our great friends in Owatonna, Minnesota, at Federated Insurance, where it's their business to protect your business, and nobody does that better than Federated. It's Bruce Vale from the Wall Street Journal and Your Money Now. You know what's uh, good for eating that is those uh, chips that are based and made like scoops, the little Tostino scoops. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good, but I don't know what you use for hummus. We had some uh, gains to start the week. They were very small today. Uh, The market kind of collapsed in the last hour and a half. The Dow Jones Industrial Average ended up gaining just 46 points after being up more than 400 for a lot of the day. The Dow closed at 23,979. The Nasdaq Composite rose 35 points. The S&P 500 gained 8. If you're on Facebook, you'll find out today whether your account was one of the 87 million obtained by the UK-based data firm Cambridge Analytica for marketing purposes. Users will see a message when they log on through a link at the top of their news feed. And PayPal is nudging its customers closer to mainstream banking services. The Payments company has been quietly reaching out to groups of customers in recent months with an offer to add basic banking features to their PayPal digital wallets. Those features include FDIC insurance for balances and a debit card that can be used to withdraw cash at ATMs. I'm Bruce Vale with your money now on 1500 ESPN. All right, thanks, Bruce. Uh, traffic sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. It's a pretty nice start for this Monday. Only one incident right now. It's a stall on 94 westbound at Cedar Avenue. The right lane there is partially blocked. Other than that, nothing really going on. No delays, no other incidents around the system. You have enough things to worry about every day. Insurance should not be one of them. You could leave worry behind when Liberty stands for you. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Five Eyewitness News weather forecast. Partly cloudy, cold tonight, down to 8. Warmer tomorrow, up to 43, all the way up to 53 on Wednesday. Chance of an afternoon shower uh, and 50s again on Thursday.
That's your traffic. Notjunk.com. Here's John Height. Hey, before you get started, is that... Um, wait, they're playing the hockey game in Winnipeg, correct? Friday? Yeah, uh, Wednesday and Friday. Yeah. Wednesday and Friday. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I just got a note from my son, Matthew, that he acquired two tickets for the game, so we're going to be heading up there on Friday. We're going to the game. We're All gonna right. Be, I'm going to be gone on Friday. Okay. You got a special flight? <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I was just, just trying kidding. to fish Patrick in on why. What is this? He's not he taking the bait. Fooled. He's not what taking the bait. Though. Me? He is stone faced right now and not I, taking you know, the bait because your impact on my life is zero. That's why. <laughs> when I come in here to do the do the uh, three to four on Friday, whether you're yes. here or not, makes no difference. <laughs> zero difference. Yes. Yes. It's Joe was uh, ready to go to Winnipeg with us, though. You really got to do thinking. Right. I wouldn't mind going up there to see how crazy they are. That'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's cloudy. I only have two tickets, though, guys. So I guess <laughs> right. Cloudy you know, and 38. I'd sell them if I were you. Tw- he was kidding, Pat. He doesn't have any tickets. Twins open up. But if three. I got them, it's okay to go, you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, okay. it's not. Okay. I didn't know they flew there. Right. Twins opened up a three-game series against the Astros tonight at Target Field. Lance Lynn making his second start for Minnesota. Justin Verlander on the mound for the Astros. Johnny, yeah. I stated uh, earlier, because I was going off memory because I did this when they started playing April night games, that they had seven April night games from 1961 till 1981 mm-hmm. at Met Stadium. Seven, seven of them. But... In further research, we could only find one. We could only find one. So why would we, all these years later, play April night games? One reason, FSN. Television. Mm -hmm. Regional Mm -hmm. networks want night games. Mm -hmm. Here's the deal. 80% of your audience is in nursing homes anyway, Put the game on at night. They'll think they're watching a doubleheader. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and you can play the afternoon game and put her back on at night, and everybody will say, whoa! And the only thing you have to do is just have them come in and circle someone else in the eighth <laughs> inning, not the same people every yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> right. Looks like uh, verbal agreements in place for University of Minnesota women's basketball coach Marlene Stallings to take over as the new coach at Texas Tech. Stallings interviewed for the opening with the Red Raiders. A uh, source close to her said she's expected to get a bump in pay to take the job. Marlene, we hardly knew ye. That's right. But uh, Mark Coyle did not make a noble effort to retain her. <laughs> Imagine if he had those standards for his men's basketball yes, coach. Right. <laughs> She's notified the U of her intention, and the school's administration has let the team know a search has begun to find a new coach. 82-47 and 47 over four seasons, coming off a 24-9 season, ended with a second-round loss to Oregon in the NCAA tournament. It's a no-brainer. Whaling. Yeah. Uh, Memphis University just hired Penny Hardaway, one of their great players. Mm-hmm. He's been coaching AAU basketball, but he can get the kids to come to school, right? Mm-hmm. And then somebody else can coach, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Same thing with Whalen. But how's this for marketing? Whalen is your new coach, and she's playing with the Lynx to try to win another WNBA title before she becomes the before she has to coach the team in October. Mm-hmm. This is marketing at its You're zenith. Genius. At its zenith, and she hires two or three good assistants to run things until she's done playing. There you go. Perfect. Yep. Done Great. deal. Great idea. <laughs> that means it won't happen. Oh, hell no. They haven't listened to me. Right. You, you two have a, to me one thing. I've never had a successful. You two idea. have a pretty good track record of people not listening to you. It's just <laughs> we're fantastic. We uh, we are. We're great, man. And if they listen to me, they wouldn't be playing night games in April. I guarantee you. If they listen to me. You'd have this game at night in the dome. <laughs> That's right. We wouldn't have had to build the new dome. We would have called. Ziggy's bluff mm-hmm. said, "You ain't leaving. Who you think you are?" I want you guys to know how hard I fought to not tweet at the Twins president about a U.S. Bank Stadium question over the weekend. <laughs> I, I was so tempted by that. We uh, got the dirt out of there yet from the monster trucks. Nope. We could play. We got the the other one though this weekend. The, oh, we uh, the, the motocross. motocross this oh, weekend. so you get the dirt. You doing a doubleheader? So, think- you, so you're getting the the gearheads in there. Two weeks in a row. Well, that wow. way you can use the same dirt. Yeah, but uh, you get the you got to get the same saps to show up twice. Uh, I think for crowd. President St. Peter, that's an easy way for you to get immediately blocked. Yeah, I, I didn't want that Kenny to and Patrick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. News notes from today. An Anoka man sentenced to life in prison today for beating a World War II veteran to death over the 2016 Thanksgiving weekend. I remember the story from Anoka. 28-year-old Isaiah Thomas will be eligible for parole after 30 years in the killing of Albert Lowling. Thomas pleaded guilty in March to first-degree murder with intent. As part of his plea agreement, one count of premeditated first-degree murder was dismissed. Now, that means he did not have to serve a mandatory sentence of life without the chance of parole. The 95-year-old Lowling was beaten with a flashlight and a clock at his home in the 1200 block of 5th Avenue South in Anoka. He bought that home back in 1945, lived independently with some assistance from his family. Thomas lived six blocks away. Lowling last seen alive on Thanksgiving Day when relatives dropped him off at his home. A relative found his body the following Monday while delivering groceries. Life is too good for the guy. Yes, I uh, agree. Mm-hmm. The FBI today raided the office of Michael Cohen, President Trump's longtime personal lawyer. Oh. Seized records related to the payment to, up to the pornographic film actress Stormy Daniels. <laughs> See, this has gone the way of the... We started investigating... What was the name of the place? Whitewater, right? Mm-hmm. With Hillary and Bill, yep, yep, and we ended up worrying about whether he had he was orally gratified in the Oval Office. Mm-hmm. This is the same. What does this? Who cares if he and Stormy got her on? <laughs> who cares? You know well, what I'm, I happen to agree with you. Yes, I don't I mean, understand but, but, why. But but this is the same thing the Republicans <laughs> did to try to get rid of Clinton. You know what I'm hearing? This music. <laughs> it just it stinks of this is not the, but, the bumbling idiots. But you know, what how is it different than Monica? It's not. Cohen's attorneys. Can you imagine if Twitter had existed back then oh, the way no. it does now? Well, actually, it's considerably different than Monica. Why? Because this thing with Stormy was years ago. It yeah, but so what? Well, but but, but Billy, if you're president, you can still. Oh boy! Flip around <laughs> and please be careful. Get satisfied, <laughs> please. Please be careful. I know. I'm watching my as usual. I'm watching my uh, observations. I know, but I've the, seen uh, that face but, off the air before. But what did that have to do with 
financial hijinks in a Arkansas financial deal. It, it was the most idiotic waste of time of all time. The other way it's different is the financial hijinks here could prove to be a problem if they can't justify the 130000 and say it came from Trump's personal uh, campaign money. Speaking of financial hijinks, <laughs> I am available. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a topless woman who appeared as an extra on The Cosby Show was taken into custody this morning after she lunged at the comedian when he arrived at a courthouse in Pennsylvania. She didn't do anybody any favors. Mm-hmm. As the 80-year-old <laughs> arrived at court today for a sexual assault retrial. How old was she? Uh, she's 39. Oh, really? Topless protester with the words Cosby and rapist painted on her back mm. jumped the barrier ahead of the comedian. And she was hiding in a bush. Did you yeah. see she that? jumped into the bush. She was thrown to the ground oh. and ended up in a bush and yeah. cuffed by police. Hey, Mickelson. <laughs> Distri- <laughs> District Attorney's Office identified the protester as 39-year-old Nicole Rochelle of Little Falls, New Jersey. She was charged with disorderly conduct. Hey, if- Mickelson. <laughs> hey, get in the woods again. <laughs> If convicted, she'd be assessed a fine and be required to pay court costs. According to her IMDb page, she appeared in four episodes of The Cosby Show between 1990 and 92. Does she claim Bill got frisky with her? Uh, she she hasn't hey, claimed that at this Bush, point. give me a ball. <laughs> give me a ball, Bush. I voted for Gore, you <laughs> Hey, Bush. Bush, give me a ball. Give me a ball. Hey, you're all right. You're all right. But Katie sucks. A Cosby spokesman, uh, Andrew Wyatt, told reporters outside the courthouse the actor was not affected by Rochelle's behavior because, quote, he can't see. He didn't see it all, so it didn't affect him. According to the spokesperson, he added that he thought her act of protest was in poor taste. Okay. What a story. Well, we got to get back to traditional values. That's That's what we do. That's what we do. Let's let's take a break. I, I'm looking at the clock. <laughs> yeah, we're good. <laughs> All right, Greg. Why <laughs> wish traffic guy was here to hear this? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, what's up, Kenny? How you <laughs> thinking? The surly Swede will be back tomorrow. Thank God. Oh. You're nope. the only guy rooting for him to be bad. The worst Kenny is the day after vacation oh, Kenny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you think he's refreshed? He's worse oh, than he left. <laughs> he's walking a lot slower the day after a vacation. Oh, <laughs> no. I can't believe I'm back here putting up with you bleeps. <laughs> People uh, think it's an act. Nope. Oh, no. Nope. Not oh, an no. Act. No, no, he no. turns on the charm when he's on the air. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's the nice Kenny. What is the story speaking of Kenny? Oh, because of the bumper music. Oh, oh, yeah, it's yeah. it's one of his favorites. He doesn't Let's care for the highly way. researched bumper music. Uh, it was, Neither do I, to tell you the truth. One sort of, on that one. I like what we have on right. PL. One sort of sports uh, story. Uh, as a Packer fan, I, I follow the team somewhat closely. Uh, they have a wide receiver who's one of the fastest guys in the league. What's his name? Trevor Davis. Uh-huh. But he does really stupid things on the field. Uh, he runs back kicks for him and makes stupid decisions doing that. I think that may extend to his real life, he, Yes, too. yes. There is evidence that he's not a bright individual. Uh, he was arrested yesterday at Los Angeles International Airport for making a bomb threat. That's not mm-hmm. yep. Los Angeles Airport Police spokesperson Rob Pedragon said... Now listen that to this. 
Davis and a female companion were checking in at the Hawaiian Airlines ticket counter Sunday morning when the ticket agent asked them if they had a list of unapproved items like aerosols, knives, or explosives. That's, of course, standard procedure. Mm-hmm. Davis then uh, turned to the companion and, according to Pendragon, uh, made a statement in the area of, yeah, did you pack the explosives? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes well, it's hard to resist. Funny. Yes, you thought he was being funny. Airport police were alerted to the 24-year-old's comments. He was subsequently arrested on a misdemeanor charge of making a bomb threat. Oh, but but he could do time, and it's uh-huh. a, expensive and everything. Yeah. He was booked into the L.A. jail shortly after noon Sunday, released within, uh, within an hour on $15,000 bail, <laughs> according to online inmate records. He's due to appear in court on May 3rd. The Packers said in a statement, uh, the Packers are aware of the matter involving Trevor Davis. We are in the process of gathering more information and will refrain from making any further comment as is it as it's an ongoing legal Mike matter. Mike McCarthy is, strikes me as a guy, the coach over there, who restrains himself as best he can. But when he flips, I get the impression that when he flips, he flips. I'd like to sit in the first meeting when he calls this rocket into his office and starts screaming at him. (laughs) A Virginia man. But how many times, sorry, Johnny, but how many times do you think the average NFL coach, when they get news, not of this nature, but... They just shake their head going, what is wrong with these guys? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it's it's a tough job because, you know, 60% of them come into the league stupid, and then <laughs> half of them end up with brain damage. Right. So it's, it's really... It's you know, downhill yeah, from downhill. stupid. The day you sign up is downhill. <laughs> right. A Virginia man who shared a $200,000 lottery prize with his family had practice. He did the same thing 14 years ago. Benjamin T. Owens of Mineral, Virginia. Ben, now there's a good Southern name. Mm-hmm. Bought a, a Virginia Lottery Super Cash Scratcher ticket from Spencer's Express, scratched off a $200,000 prize. Wow. That had happened to him also in 2004. His daughter, Cherie, said he yelled out, I did it again. <laughs> Owens decided to use the money the same way he did in 2004, splitting it with his wife and his son. The family visited lottery headquarters together to claim the prize money. A good-humored Texas mother has apologized to her son's elementary school. I'm glad Kenny's not here for this one. No. After, he wouldn't have liked the previous one either. But <laughs> oh, he would have hated that one. Yeah, all right. After learning, he <laughs> went to classes dressed in an X-rated novelty T-shirt, which he mistook for a McDonald's slogan and logo. <laughs> the mother did or the child? The, the, the kid wore the, the kid school. Grabbed, grabbed his own togs. Shelly McCullough's son, Anthony, got the T-shirt out of a bag of hand-me-downs that the family received from family friends. He picked the T-shirt out and wore it to Travis Elementary School in Pampa, <laughs> Texas, without Mom ever seeing it. Okay. She was stunned when he got back home wearing the T-shirt, which, uh, uh, think of the golden arches, the yes, M. Yes, got them. But instead, it's a it's a pair of legs. Okay. And, right. and then, right, right. And the slogan is, I'm loving it. No, yeah. the slogan is, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. it. Right. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. You got it Which so was far, McDonald's right? slogan. Okay. Right. Uh, uh, Big Mac, or what do you got? Innocent mm-hmm. Anthony mistook the I'll legs. <laughs> mistook the legs for the fast food chain sure. signature Golden Arches. How old yes. was this kid? Uh, he was in elementary school, so oh, he didn't know any better. Yeah. No, he didn't. In, uh, in a sweet, Why did this become a national story? Because <laughs> well, mom apologized, apparently. Mm-hmm. Is it in this country? Plus it's yeah, funny. Texas. It's in Texas. <laughs> Joe's worried about the details. Mom put it on Facebook is how it became a story. I don't like this story. This should not be a story. Well, 
If we didn't have this kind of story, Joe, you'd have no 347. Yeah, right. No, no, but I mean, this is an idiotic story. <laughs> well, well, I think two in a row, three in a row. I think the thing is, uh, Joe, that mom apologized on Facebook, even though nobody busted the kid. Mm-hmm. He went to school. No teacher said a word. Nothing. They must have all thought it was Then how did it become a story? <laughs> mom, oh mom on her Facebook page uploaded uh, a uh, an apology. So she was trying. She oh, boy, yeah. <laughs> she, she, there's the, uh, that's the T-shirt. Yeah. Well, you found it, huh? Yeah, put yeah. your cheaters yeah, on yeah, there, yeah, cowboy. Right, right. Well, the high heels <laughs> might have given it away How there. could, how could uh, however many teachers look at that all day and not know what it is? But how When could, did they change the arches? <laughs> <laughs> what are they serving there these days? Mom says, by the way, now uh, she is going through that entire bag okay. of clothing that they got from the friends to uh, make mm-hmm. sure there's uh, nothing else uh, else okay. there. So. Well, thanks, mom. <laughs> Joe, you got to leave. Yeah, yeah I'm not sure answer. how that. I'm not sure how that T-shirt got through with the school. So what what has to happen here for the mighty wolves to make the playoffs? They got to win tonight, don't they? Ah, uh, they pretty much have to win too. Well, they got to beat Den- Denver on Wednesday night. I think no matter what, uh, Denver now Denver could lose to Portland, which I doubt Portland cares about the game one way or another. They're locked into third place, so I think Denver will probably beat them. But if Denver were to lose, then if the Timberwolves beat Memphis, they would be in. But uh, the Timberwolves have played so poorly the last month that they have made a game against Memphis a drama. A home game against mm-hmm. Memphis a drama because they managed to lose to them a couple of weeks ago, which is the game that really put them in trouble as far as the playoffs are concerned. So you go into the playoffs as the eighth seed. You go. You play, you play Houston, Houston. Get your ass kicked See four you. games. You, you got later. no shot. Yeah. Houston, here's the problem, Joe. The uh, Timberwolves are about the worst three-point team in the league because they don't have three-point shooters. And Houston makes 20 a game. So Houston's going to make 20 and you're going to make five. That means you just gave up 45 points. Mm-hmm. you got to figure out a way to make up 45 That's points a lot of shooting points. twos and free throws. So it don't work. So uh, They have no chance against Houston, and they really no chance against Golden State. Do you like the Wilds' chances? Not great. They're underdogs, but what the hell? Last no. year at this time, you thought the Blues, they'd beat the Blues. So it's hockey, Joe. Mm-hmm. You know who uh, the team that really screwed up was Boston, not winning last night. Boston would have gotten to play the New Jersey Devils had they won. Instead, they get Toronto mm-hmm. in the first round, and Toronto is as good as Boston is, maybe more. They got some firepower, plus they got Austin Matthews. I didn't realize how big that kid is. I saw some highlights about him last night. He's 6'3", 220. Only two Canada-based teams are in the playoffs, Toronto and Winnipeg. Hey, there's been years where there's even worse than that. So No Calgary, no Vancouver, no Edmonton, no Montreal. This Edmonton's a hell. This uh, Winnipeg's a hell of a story, though. They never had this kind of... I, I think they thought they were getting better, but they had no expectations that they would be this good, for goodness sakes. Yeah, it would be fun to go up there for a game. Oh, it would, because they care, man. You guys want to go up on Friday, or what's up? Yeah, I think we could. <laughs> you got a couple could. tickets, don't you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pat did not bite on that one. I thought he'd be like, ah, oh, hang on here. Like, <laughs> 
Joe was already packing his bags. I'm do, up to do, Winnipeg. How many local airlines fly to Winnipeg? I got to think Delta. Delta is about it, I would guess. I don't Somebody yeah, told Air, me Air, it's Air, expensive as hell to fly there. There is an Air Canada, but they're usually Toronto. Mm. But they might they <laughs> go might to fly Toronto to and then Winnipeg. That Probably. would make sense. Yeah. Oh yeah, hell, that's drivable. Oh, Although yeah, this yeah. this spring you get in a blizzard, right? Yes, you can. Anyway, yeah, it'll be fun. Who do you got coming up? Uh, well, I have the fellow from Winnipeg. Yeah. Got uh, Brian McTaggart. He covers the Astros. And Wade Keller with a full report on WrestleMania. What happened last night on WrestleMania? What is he, the Sarge? What's his nickname? Uh, no, Pro Wrestling Torch. He's been oh, doing Torch. it for 100 years. Uh, Wade Kessler, Keller, he'll give us the review of WrestleMania, which uh, out, broke out Ronda Rousey as their new star. Uh, I like the uh, I like the full disclosure of wrestling. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. This is uh, They had a 10-year-old kid who was on a winning team. ESPN <laughs> is KSTP St. Paul.